Okay, Jess, the, re the red light's on now. Jess? Jess, the red light's on. Jess, is Jess still here? Uh, Malcolm, hmm. do, you, do you know when, when I'm on? Yeah, you'll be in a bit. I'll just okay. Let's see if I can find out. Sure. I've just got to text Jess. Uh, see if I can... I'm, just, I'm picking up my wife yeah, at yeah, 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 seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Okay. You need uh, water? Uh, um, yeah. Can I just get on? Because the red light is on now. Okay. I don't know how long the battery lasts with this thing. So if I could just... If we could just do it. I'm just going, I'm going to read out some stuff and then I'm doing it so that I'm visiting you in your home. Okay? So can you can you not be here and then Jess is going to work in some magic later on? Because you're local lives, right? So I've gone, I'm roving the port. Okay, so. but I've yeah. come to you. Well, yeah, but just pretend you haven't, if you understand what I'm saying. Just a bit of artifice. So mm. can you just wait here? Actually, I could mention things that are in my home, even Brilliant. though they're not here. Yeah, but just when, during the interview, but not, yeah, okay. not at other points. I'll, I'll get my wife to, to, yeah, 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 to text yeah, yeah. me a photo of our front room, Mike, for example. No, I don't need you to do that. You can just, you can mention things. I don't, yeah. I just can't remember. I'll probably, I might, my mind might blank, that's all. Just say, you've got a sofa in there, haven't you? Yeah, but so have you. Well, just, they'll think of something, right? They'll look, there's a picture of my children. Was it, no one wants to hear that anyway. Just, can I just start? I've got a World War II ah, pen. Fine, mention that. Okay. I'm just going to be, right, okay. Hello, and welcome to this, um... Are we nearly ready? Uh, Sorry, are we? I'm, this I'm... is me starting. Just be quiet, please, Jonathan. Just be, yeah, okay? I okay. will tell you when it's your bit, you'll know. Okay. Hello. Hello, and welcome to this, the... <clears throat> Hello, and welcome to this, the inaugural St. El... Hello. Hello, and welcome to this, the inaugural... Hello, and welcome to this, the inaugural St. Elwick's Neighbourhood Newsletter Podcast on behalf of the St. Elwick's Neighbourhood Association Committee, Exeter. Registered charity number... Two eight three five six eight four. If you do not reside or work in the parish of St Elwick's, Exeter, uh, the contents of this podcast do not concern you, and I would ask respectfully that you stop listening and delete it. Um, I'm your host, Malcolm Durridge. Uh, we have an exciting podcast for you. Uh, we'll be meeting Jonathan Schweppes, uh, who a number of you will know. And uh, hi. Talk... Uh, no, not that's me introducing the show. Sorry, it's not. Yeah. Um. I will, t I will tell you. I'll make it explicitly clear. I'll say hello. Or... Will you eyeball me? I'll eyeball you. Well, can I? Well, I've got to look here. I'll, I'll side eye because I've got to look. The microphone is here if my head turns. Hello. No. Sorry, because no, I no. thought you were looking at me. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm your host, Malcolm Durridge, formerly the editor of the printed newsletter. And we have a wonderful podcast for you today, including uh, Jonathan Schweppes will be coming to talk to us from local lines. Hello. Sorry. You did do a tiny bit of side eye, but I think. Okay, sorry. Let me just have a think. I, can, I might be able to redo this bit. <clears throat> I'm your host, Malcolm Durridge, uh, formerly the editor of the printed newsletter, which we were proud to hand deliver to almost 4,000 houses each issue, but which has been discontinued as our funding has been cut. Um, of course, as I'm sure you know, uh, funding's been cut to all the other parish neighbourhood associations for their newsletters, but if you look at, say, Heavy Tree, uh, they get adverts in theirs from the Tesco Metro and Budgeons, so they're essentially bulletproof. And, uh, you know, all we've got is the independent shops on Magdalen Road. Uh, St David's, I gather, will also be continuing their printed edition, but their editor manages the Snappy Snaps in Columpton. And uh, let's just say he's not printing his newsletters at home. So, uh, until we can raise the money for a proper ultra-local news source, this podcast is the cheapest alternative. 
Um, my daughter Jess has uh, lent me her karaoke mic and set me up on her laptop, so thank you Jess. I uh, couldn't get my son Paul interested, but uh, he's just at that age, I think. Anyway, uh, let's crack on. Uh, the, the minutes uh, for the St Elwick's Neighbourhood Association meeting have been written up as usual by Association Secretary Gary Van Sned, uh, but there's absolutely no way I'm reading them out on this podcast. Uh, it'll take a full hour. Uh, so if you do want to read them for some reason, uh, you'll need to go to our website at association forward slash talktalk.net. Um, okay, so parish notices. A, uh, a local St. Elwickian has completed the Tenerife Blue Trail Ultra Marathon, uh, which is uh, 101.5 kilometres, I'm reading here, and up to 3,500 metres above sea level in just under 15 hours. It'll come as no surprise at all that that St. Elwickian was, of course, Steve the Lollipop Man. Congratulations to him. Uh, Roger Prunchkin's new extension on Wallington Road collapsed on Thursday, killing all four of his rabbits. Archie Sanders, aged eight of Manford Terrace, just got a merit for his grade two saxophone. Well done, Archie. Lisa Dubois. Do, do, four... do, 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 do. What are you doing? Sorry. I thought because you... Are you... Okay. you wanted it to have a fun vibe, I thought oh, you right. said. No, I... Sure? No? Yeah, but uh, we, I guess so... we could have had saxophone in, but I, I'll have to get Jess to do that later. Well, you'll need clearance as well, Archie... whereas me singing it went... But sorry, that's technical. Yeah. Uh, Lisa Dubois, aged 14, of Wallington Road, has got her grade 5 piano. Uh, no reference to a mark there, so I assume that's just a pass. Susan Pellington of Elmsley Road has been awarded a Nobel Prize, and Jonathan Bennett's leg is better. Neil Spate has lost his phone. He's appealing for people to keep an eye out for it, as he didn't oh, assure Oh, I think it. I might have seen oh. that. Oh, no, no, no. Okay, well, have because I can just get t- cancel this one then. Where was it? Have you I'm seen? sorry. I'm, I'm just because I'm, I'm just I, I'm I'm just looking at your phone on the table. Sorry, okay. it's uh, I get a bit nervous. All right, sorry. Neil Spate has lost his phone. He's appealing for people to keep an eye out for it, as he didn't insure it, and you can of course just drop it back to him at the butchers. Uh, he has described it as an iPhone. Uh, we can I just ha- say always insure. I think you could put that out as a public notice. I'm not going always to always insure. I'm going to get just to to chop this bit out. We li- I just need you to stay in perfect silence until it's your bit, if that's okay. Because I mean, we're going to be here all day. Sorry, it's all, it's not your fault. We've, none of us have done this before, but um, you know, uh, we we at home, um, as in my wife and I, we've been getting a box of vegetables outside our front door every Friday. We have been eating them. Uh, we haven't actually ordered them. Um, so, if you've been failing to receive your vegetables every week for the past, you've months, got damp. To get in t- pardon? You've you've got damp that's in this not room. Damp. That's that's damp. What up in the corner there? No, the other corner. Oh, that's not damp. It looks... It's it, it's dry damp, but it's damp. It was damp. No, that was from a few months ago. That's A pigeon got into the room, and my son ah. and Paul went at it with a squash racket. That's what that is. We just haven't painted over it yet. Sorry. It's worth. It's always worth mentioning these things because uh, damp is an absolute... I know. ...rotter for everyone, properties around Everyone here. knows that. I know that, but it's not... My property is on, on pretty much on, on a 15-degree angle because of damp. Yes. I'd tell you what I'd kill for a... A pigeon flying around my living room. Okay, well, you're uh, not, not, clearly not the person to be issuing lectures about damp. So, do you mind if I just carry on with the... Uh, Elizabeth Goff of Tipsham Crescent has taken over the spare lease in Maudlin... Uh, over the... <coughs> I'm getting distracted now. Has taken over the spare lease in Maudlin Road local shops. Uh, she says she's going to turn it into a boutique cafe uh, with locally sourced organic produce. Uh, of course, the last four businesses that have been in that space have been cafes of various kinds that have all failed within six months. So, just quickly, like, sorry, just quickly, where did you get that gong? The gong is from uh, the, the Quinling Mountains in uh, China. 
Oh, that's fantastic. Just my, sorry, my wife's just really into gongs. I just want to, to, just want to use it, or is it, or is it um, decorative? It's decorative. We have used it, um, just at a couple of dinner parties, you know, big ones, 40ths. And... To announce the dessert? Well, well, actually, to be honest, once you start with the gong, then you, you just you keep gonging everything, actually, so you end up using it for all the, every single course, to be honest, and then it, it gets out of hand. That's why, we do, that's why we keep it up here now. Yeah, you don't want to, over, you don't want to overuse it, because well, they've only got a finite amount of gongs well, I, in them. Well, that's it. I, well, I don't think that can possibly be true, but um, certainly if you start using them at home, then basically everyone, every time someone's gone to, to the toilet, they get, they get gonged. Right. <laughs> well, I won't ask you to have a go then, even though I was... I, I won't ask you to have a Good. go. The St Elwick's Rugby Sevens tournament continues this Saturday afternoon when it will be Quakers versus Methodists. Dorothy Tanner has been taken into the Royal Devon and Exeter Hospital to be treated for dehydration and hysteria, having been trapped in a duvet cover for three days. The alarm was raised when uh, Ronnie Wagstaff, uh, he's the uh, the window cleaner, I'm sure you all recognise him, he's the, he's the guy who looks like uh, Chucky from the Child's Play movies. Uh, he was cleaning a bedroom window and noticed that the duvet cover on the floor appeared to be breathing. Uh, two days later, Ronnie was reminded of this when he and his wife Ange drove past a bedding superstore. Uh, he told Ange, who suggested they check on Dorothy's welfare, without delay the following morning. So, well done, guys. Uh, and this weekend, for the first time, the Exeter Pride March will be coming through St Elwick's. Uh, should be passing along Magdalen Road around midday, so do please cheer your support, or indeed march along. Uh, I went to see it last year, and it's a wonderful event. Great family-friendly atmosphere, lovely to see people of all ages and all walks of life proud to be from Exeter. You haven't got... Sorry, just quickly, I couldn't have a toasted sandwich, could I? Are you mad? No, I just I normally have a toasted sandwich around now. Um, I, I can hear my tummy rumbling. We're going to be done in, in about ten minutes, maybe fifteen at the outside. Fine, fine. Okay. And I've already the kitchen. You don't have a maker then. You don't even have a. You don't I don't really use that. I prefer pressure things up. We did have one briefly, but they make a, they're really greasy. They make a mess. I don't, don't like it. Oil gets all well, over the, the place. They actually store the, the oil stores flavour actually, so they they get better. Right, they, they make a filthy mess. Well, how good can a toasted sandwich be? <laughs> mind blowing, absolutely well, mind blowing. You come round, you come round on a Thursday, right. and I will blow your. Can I say effing mind? Well, you can because this isn't going on the podcast, is it? You can because Jess is going to cut cut all of this off. Oh, I see. Yeah, but she's going to have a lot of work to do if you don't just pipe down for a minute. Can I just do? So the... why do you have to do it if it's not going in? Can I just do the crime figures and the council watch, and I've got. And then, and then it's you, and then it's local lives. <clears throat> and uh, finally, many of us will remember wishing Mark Canning best of luck in March as he was taking a two-year job with a mining company in Western Australia. Uh, Mark's wife, Lucy, of course, remained behind in Exeter to see out a job here and planned to join him if she could find work out there. I, th- I think he was even going to come back once a month in the meantime as a sort of gigantic commute, uh, which sounds hellish to me, but you've got to do what you've got to do. Anyway... Uh, it now emerges uh, that Mark never showed up in Perth and has been officially declared missing. Which leads us nicely to crime figures. Um, I say it leads us nicely. I'm not suggesting it's a, a criminal disappearance. Uh, he might have just bumped his head on something. He might just be sort of wandering around Western Australia talking gobble, gobbledygook. I, I don't know. Anyway, uh, the crime figures. Um, these, of course, as ever, from our local community liaison PC, David Routledge. Um, one despoiled bicycle. One case of trespass, one case of theft of an unfinished Kit Kat chunky. Uh, in addition, drugs paraphernalia have been found again in the public toilets in Sow Meadow Park, including a cannabis bong constructed from a section of garden hose, a baking tray, and a bedpan. 
Uh, and on the night of the 12th, at about 2am in the area of Ludford Lawn, police received several reports of a fight between an old woman and a boy. Uh, PC Routledge says that he wasn't on duty at the time, but apparently those who called 999 could only hear the fight and not see it. Uh, duty Patrol did investigate and reviewed the call logs and are of the opinion that the so-called fight was in fact two urban foxes in flagrante delicto. Okay, uh, moving on to Council Watch now. Uh, still no news on the proposed sale of the uh, Mount Ludford Lawn. Uh, that's of course owned by the Special Needs School on Tipsham Road and they, uh, they plan to sell this rare piece of urban green space to private luxury developers, proving that having a noble occupation and being a cold-hearted bastard are not mutually exclusive. Uh, on behalf of uh, the St Elwick's Neighbourhood Association, I would say that we do support peaceful legal protest about this venture, uh, but I would ask uh, that local residents cease the recent spate of protest vandalism against the special needs school. Uh, it's quite distressing, I think, for the pupils. It's not a good look for the area, guys, and it's certainly not going to do anyone's house price any good. Um, also, while we're on the council watch, this is related, I would say, a uh, reminder to the residents of St Elwick's Road, i.e. my road, uh, that bin collection day uh, being Friday means that taking bins back off the pavement day should also be Friday. Um, last time around, there at least here, here. By the way, that's an absolute. Uh, that's an absolute bugbear of mine. Yes. Well, I mean, that's why I'm doing trying to do get, it. Get the bins in and out on the same trip. In fact, leave the door open on the same trip. Do. But then the bin man doesn't come, does he? That's absolutely ridiculous. If you're doing it on the same trip, unless on the same trip, you're just you're going to physically stand there and wait for the bin man to come. That's what you do. That's not what you do. You leave you it do. out for the bin man. That's why you know when. Excuse me. That's why you know when the bin day is because it's standing at the window all morning day. You stand at the window, start about seven thirty a.m. Within two and a half hours, do you wave to him as well. This is... I don't need to wave to him. He knows I'm coming. And I, I dash down. Yes. I, I hand over the bins. He puts them in the back of his truck. Yes, I know what you would do anyway if you weren't there. That's the and whole he hands That's me the you... empty sack, and I go back and put it back in the bin. We. You don't need to do that. You leave them out. They come very. Um, Elwick Road. They come very early. We're right at the beginning. They come. They're they're there at six, half five sometimes. They get it done. But when I'm up, I get it out. I mean, not gonna... So what's your what is your problem exactly? People, people, well, last time, last Friday, people left. There were people who left the three bins out all weekend. Oh no! Yes, yeah, sorry, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, yeah, you, well, you, you you hand it over. I know. And he hands it well, back. Well, can I carry on then? If we both agree with the same point. Sorry, please do. Okay, because it's unsightly and it, it's going to attract burglars, is my point. Um, burglars of what? Houses. What else do burglars... What, who, what else can you burgle other than a house? Can you burgle... You can burgle um, a caravan? A, a dwellings, then. What, uh, dwellings. What, 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 how does the burgling link to exactly... Sorry, just, I think you want to be clear for your listeners. How does the burgling relate to because the they'll think Because they, they'll, they'll think that no one would leave a bin outside their front door. Unless they're on holiday. Unless they, they're donned. Yeah, exactly, because no one would be so sloppy that they would... So you've got people getting burgled while they're in. No, they're not getting burgled. I'm saying that they, they, there's the risk that it will attract burglars to the street if they don't take them away. There haven't, there haven't been any burglaries. And we don't want them to start. That's the point. Yeah, I don't understand that at all. Right, OK. Uh, and finally, in Council Watch, the dead pigeon in the gutter on South Grove Road is still there. Uh, 11 days and counting. There is a petition about it, which I would urge you to sign, and which can be found attached to the nearest lamppost. Um, typically around here, we'd uh, move on to our local history section, our local history column from 
Hilary Geisler. Um, uh, Hilary was going to come to mind and record his latest findings for the podcast, but his uh, wife's been in touch to say he's got his hand stuck in the filter of their dishwasher. And would I mind waiting an hour um, or so until her mum can come around with a pot of goose fat and a, a pivot to get him out? Um, I'm afraid the answer is yes, I would mind. Uh, sorry, Hilary, uh, but I am doing this on my own time, as, as I say. And if I wait an hour for you, then that's, that's cutting into family dinner time. And uh, we, we really do need to talk to Paul about his vaping. So this is uh, this is your bit now. Jess, Jess will cut out this bit, but this just to be completely clear, okay. this is your bit. What she, she what's she going to cut out? She's going to cut out. This is, she's this going to cut bit. out me saying she's going to get this out. So I've asked. Yeah. I've asked. Jess is going to. I don't know what I'm doing. Jess mm-hmm. is going to. She's going to clean this up mm-hmm. and then upload it. You know what might be quite interesting actually to leave it in. Have you ever been to the Pompidou Centre? Uh, you can see through the escalators. And you can see into the workings of it. Close bottom. But I, 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 I'm just going to say, if you left this in, because you want to be, you want to stand out, don't you? That would no. be quite interesting to see the workings, and maybe even leave this bit in when I'm telling you to leave it in. No, so, I, I'm not going to do that. And, leave, and then leave that in as well. No, it's not an avant-garde art piece. You've always been afraid of taking risks. I'm it's just a podcast. I've not been afraid of taking risks. Take I'm not risks. afraid of taking risks. I am. You wouldn't go wall climbing with me. It's a six-foot wall down okay. the centre. But people would, get, taller than people would get in a car with me behind the wheel. Okay, think about that. So, anyway, we now move on to our local lives section, and we are in the home of Jonathan Schweppes, who many of you will know, many of you will have seen about. Um, on his, Have uh, you seen that World War Two pen over there? That's a lovely, isn't it? That's um, it, it wasn't Churchill's. Very nice. Yes, but they say that he used the same make. Okay, we don't, we don't need throughout to, D-Day. We need to do that. It's fine. I'm sure it's enough. We've, okay. So, just you know. uh, welcome, Jonathan. Hi. Uh, so you're here to tell us about psychogeography, uh, which amazingly is a is a is a real thing, Googleable thing. Very uh, much so. First of all, yeah. uh, for those St. Elwickians who may not be familiar with it, um, could you tell us exactly what psychogeography is? Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> in a way, that's the question of psychogeography. So, right. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I so think you, you you get it. I would say. No, no. If, you, I, if you're I, asking the question. No, well, I don't really get. Yeah. I had a very brief Google of it, and mm. um, I, I, mm. I, I, didn't, you, you, I yeah. didn't really get it. So you were yeah. inquiring, weren't you? Yes. So could you? Could so you, so yeah. for the listeners, could you're, you could you tell us what is psychogeography? Well, as I as I'm implying, um, it's uh, it's about it's a kind it's about a quest it's a, it's a it's a form of quest it's a quest for knowledge through space time walking. Right. But in a in a in a nutshell, could in you, a nutshell, yeah, briefly. Mm. Um, I suppose in a way. No, no, brief briefly. So even. Not you don't want it to be in a way. No, you I, even you want it more precise. Yeah, than, to sort of boil it down. It's easier to to define psychogeography by by saying what it isn't. Um, so, if you'll indulge me, um, it, it isn't geography, mm. which you might have thought, and it's 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 also not psychology. Um, it isn't it isn't physics. Uh, it, it's Definitely not town planning. Um, it isn't the study of spice. Right. Okay. Yes. Well, that, could you just? But what is it? Could you just tell us what it is in a mm, sentence? Mm, mm. In, a, in a sentence. You're, in a well, sentence. you're right. A short <laughs> yes. sentence with ideally one clause. Mm. Well, it defies 
short sentences, but I will. Uh, I will. I, what I'll do is, I think the closest I can get mm-hmm. would be to frame the answer as a question. So, if okay, so what I've when, read online is that psychogeography okay. is is walking around the place, but seeing what the impact of the environment is in terms of your mood and behaviour and things like that. Does that sound fair? It's trite. It's oversimplistic. To a lot of us in the community, it would be considered offensive. Fine, but it will. It's a. It's but, we a way. Pre- but, we, but we can press on. We can, it, we, let, let, let's explore. Interestingly, something you've mentioned to me before is that um, psychogeographers generally they'll explore vast cities, mm. but you've limited your adventures specifically just to the ward of St Elwick's, haven't you? That's right. Yes. Consider a scientist mm-hmm. um, looking through a microscope. He's um, he's looking at molecules. Right. Isn't he? He's examining. Um, yeah. Well, well, no. I, well, I think you need a sort of specialised, like an electron microscope for that. But um, he's looking at small things. A cell. Well, a cell is is, is a form of molecule, no. isn't it? But anyway, he's looking at something small. He's looking at something small. Yeah. If you were to drag him back from that microscope and say, mm. "Stop looking at the molecules. Look at the whole bat." Assuming the molecules from a bat. And what what the scientist would say to you is, "No. If I look at the whole bat." That's not going to help me help bats. Do you understand? It's not going to help me understand bats. Right. Look, so for me, understanding the cityscape and what it is, for me, I like to, to hone in. Hone in on the detail. You look at um, St Elwick's from space, it looks like a slice of pizza. Right. Yes, that's fair But, it, but, it, but it isn't a slice of pizza. Quite spinachy, relatively green pizza, but it's One not. of those trendy pizzas that my wife likes. Mm-hmm. And you, uh, you want to take one of those pieces of spinach off and you want to... Examine it close. I mean, to most people, that sounds like a spectacular waste of time. Um, mm. I mean, do, do you actually get anything out of it or is it just an affectation? Or... I'm glad you asked me that, actually, because, yeah, it, 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 you, people think, you know, maybe I do it because it, it, it's, 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 it's sexy or, uh, or it's, it's cool or it's um, erotic. Um, right. It's, uh, you know, makes me uh, the cool guy. You know, he's uh, he's walking around. He's having thoughts. He's 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 a cool guy. He's uh, he's standing next to a bus stop. Um, you know, looking at the paving stones, writing things down in a small notebook. Yes, I think There's a lot of the time people think you're possibly quite unwell. If curiosity is a disease, um, then in my case, I believe it's terminal. And what sort of rambles have you done in the past? Are they, I mean, are they? I've. Um, do they, have, do they have to have a, a theme, or um, do, do you have a particular sort of scientific approach? You talk about this microscope, and what, what, is, your, well, what is your microscope? It's, it's a fluid. It's, it's a sort of mixture of, of, of science and jazz, in a way, the way, the way, um, the way I approach it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, for example, I followed a bee. You followed a bee? I followed a bee recently. Just in your back garden? Or what? Uh, yeah, it started off... Um, the um, we've got some geraniums at the front, mm-hmm. and there was a um, there was a bee, sort of um, lurking, airborne, yeah, lurking around the geraniums, and um, I thought I'm going to follow this bee. I'm just going to see, see what happens. Um, he waddled off down um, Folly Mill Avenue, yeah, at the bottom of my road, uh, airborne waddling, right, as he was flying throughout, um, and he um, he hooked a right. On Alexander Close. Okay. So I hooked to write as well, followed him. And we, um, he then went over a fence. 
Oh. And um, I, I, you know, I had to do what I had to do, and I followed him. I climbed over a fence, and I went through four back gardens. I disrupted two barbecues. Um, but um, when you get the call, you get the call with psychography. You just got to follow it. I was well, do you do you have to follow it through someone's private project? I mean, we I mentioned earlier on in the parish notices that there was one case of trespass this week. I mean, that 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 was you, wasn't it? One of those barbecues did complain. Yes. Um, to the police. Yep, I've tried to explain it. It's, it was, um, but, but you were busy following a bee at the time, so you oh, I, w- I was following a bee at the time, and I, I was very focused on what I was doing. I mean, I, I, I don't think nothing, nothing. Look, I, I've not, nothing's come to court. You know what I mean? Uh, no one's, pre- no one's ever pressed charges against right. me. There is a couple of things pending, because mm-hmm. um, we did end up, we ended up in a nursing home. Yes. And we, um, me and the bee got trapped in a room where a, vis- a visiting GP was interviewing. This is Glenda- This is Glendale. Glendale, down at Glendale, yes, yeah. We ended yeah. up, we ended doc- up stuck in there. Um, this is Doctor Shilton, isn't it? I, I heard about this. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, so so me and the bee were both stuck in there. I mean, she was she was examining a patient. It was fine. I just I just I made it very clear it was a psychodrography thing. They, they, it was they, fine. They asked me to explain it. As we found out earlier in the interview, it's not not easy to. So how, I mean, how long were you there then? You... Well, me and <clears throat> me and the bee, we basically, we were both just headbutting the window. Right. Um, oh, so you didn't actually enter the room where the consultation was taking place. You were just no, we, no. We were in the room where the consultation was taking place. Trying we were, to get we out. Were, of we the... were trapped. I mean, we could have gone out through the door, but I was following the bee. Right. So the bee started headbutting the window. I started headbutting the window. Okay. After about twenty-five minutes, I asked the GP if she could have a look at my head because I was bleeding quite badly at that right. point. Um, there was there was talk of calling the police at this stage. So I did something which I'm not really supposed to do as a psychographer, which is I opened the window, the bee flew out, I jumped out after it. As you know, where they meet the GPs is on the second floor. Yeah. So I sprained both ankles. And but the bee was presumably unscathed. The bee was absolutely fine, and then I I, I, and then I, I simply passed out. Right. What would you have done if the bee had gone up? Hmm. How would you follow a bee up? Hmm. <laughs> Lovely question. No, really, what would you do? Mm, superb question. Yeah, which, to which I would appreciate an answer, if possible. I probably would have got in touch with Paul Simmons. Yeah. Um, who has, I think, three or four drones. Oh, I see. And I'd have asked him to see if we could, we could wire something up. I'd, 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 I'd have tried it. I'd have said, let's, let's try oh, let's, to wire up something and put yourself on it. Yeah, then. let's let's drone me up. Let's see what happens. Do you know what I mean? Follow it through. Okay, well, well at least I'm pleased that you're, you're clearly... Lit up by this uh, mm, pursuit. I'm not sure anyone else will necessarily be taking it up soon. Wait, what's, what's the germ of it all? Where did, where did this all start? I think it started with my father. It, it, it definitely came from from my father. Actually, he was he was a man who was very interested in his environment. Um, uh, he, he he was always looking at things uh, and talking to me about things as a child. So you know, we'd be walking in a park, and he would uh, he'd say he'd say things like, "You, you see that um, you see that wall over there." That's limestone, and then you know, then he'd he'd tell me about limestone, and and then he'd be like, you know, you see that tree, that's limestone, and um, uh-huh. and things like um, you know, you see see that woman pushing a pushing a baby in a pram, and those ducks, they're all, they're all limestone. You know, he 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 was a very troubled, very 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 troubled man, and he died at the age of eighty-seven. Jonathan Twipes. Uh Okay, that's it. Uh, you can go. Can I just leave your listeners with a final thought? Uh, well, I think 
I think I've wrapped it up quite nicely there. To be honest, in the time it's taken you to say that, I could have said the thought. Well, I know, so. but, I, but I, the point is, it's not going to fit in anywhere, is it? And I could have said the thought, thought twice. Which would, would have been... Two and a half times? Surplus two requirements. Three times I could have said okay, the thought. Okay, well, t- t- tell me, and then I'll see. I'll ask Jess if she can crowbar it in somewhere. And um, I think it's worth it. Next time you go for a walk, I want you to ask yourself this question. Are you going for a walk? Or is a walk going for a you? Okay. That's it. Can you leave a little bit of a pause after it? I can. Well, she can put in silence, I, th- I think. So there's all sorts of Maybe things. Maybe take... I tell um, you what, look, what, I, I get on with you, right? We've been friends for... We've been friends for a long time. Yeah. And... Um, you are I, slowing I, me down. You, 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 you've sighed. I'm, I'm going to say this now. You've sighed quite a few times today. But, Jonathan, I... But you, and oh, I should have been done with this half an hour ago. You've been really slowed me down. I just need to get on, please. Okay. We've got family dinner coming up tonight. We've got a lot to talk about. Well, look, this this is showbiz, right? You're in showbiz now, okay? Do you think Madonna has family dinners? I would hope that she does. Paul spent £30 on vape last week. £30. He's 15. He thinks I don't know. He's going to find out that I do know. I've got stuff to do. I've got to finish. I've only got a bit left. You can go. Thank you. You were brilliant. Okay. Really interesting. Fascinating stuff. I'm sure we can put that thought if in. If you could clip out some of the size, that's what I'm we, saying. Yeah. I'm not... you want, so you want the pauses left in, but the size taken out. My size. Your size. My size. Your Ooh, size. My size. My size, a thoughtful size. Your size, someone could argue a judgmental size. Okay. So if you can... Let's not get into this now. Maybe clip out the size and the time that that took for the side to happen, just leave that as a pause... Mm-hmm. And it's it's not lying. It's not changing the truth. It's just yeah, just taking out those sighs because you don't want to prejudge. Do you know what I mean? I'll just leave it to there. And bearing in mind, I've got your Hoover currently. I'm not. It's fine. It's just the little one, isn't it? It's the dustbuster, which is the, oh it's basically right. Okay, the, the fine. Rolls I was, Royce was wondering what it was. I thought I thought you just borrowed the little hand one for your car. But uh, what's, well, no, so have you meat... got the hand one as well? Uh, I think I've still got the hand one. Okay, it's fine. It's well, in the boot. Haven't are. used it for ages. But... Okay, well. I'll, I'll, I'll pop around sometime in the next week. Okay. I, really, I really do need to get on. Okay. okay. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Okay. Ah. Ah. Okay. Um. So. Uh. So this new podcast form has slightly done our cartoonist in. Apologies to Robert, who's. Uh, given the newsletter 14 years of service and never missed an issue. Um, He'd already done the latest cartoon before he got the memo about the death of the printed newsletter. Um, So I feel the least I can do is perhaps describe it to you. Uh, It shows a a caricature of a man uh, that looks a little to me like Edward Scantworth, who I'm sure you know is the owner of Cranfield Luxury Real Estate, uh, the company that the Special Educational Needs School is having to uh, sell Mount Ludford Lawn to and have it obliterated and turned into a series of impossibly expensive and aesthetically repellent houses. Uh, it might be him, but Robert's done one of those clever optical illusion things where it also looks like a, a, a sprig of prolapsed hemorrhoids. Um, there's also a, a vulture on a log, a barbershop quartet made up of hoofed urchins, um, and a woman with spanner hands. A very classic Robert touch there. The man has a speech bubble uh, that it contains a phrase that is hopefully only ironically fattest, uh, but which my daughter tells me could also be construed as misogynistic, misandric, transphobic 
xenophobic, as well as being suggestive of neurological and linguistic discrimination. Uh, Roberts managed that in a sentence of only seven words. Um, I'm sure he's meant well, but as you know, he has got himself into hot water with this sort of thing before, so at my daughter's insistence, I, I won't be reading it out, uh, but for those who are interested uh, in how Robert has managed to communicate this mountain of intolerance with such economy of language, I know he has stuck the cartoon up on his front window at 14 Ludford Road. That's all for this edition. Thanks for listening. Oh, hang on. Uh... Yeah, Jonathan, hi. Yes, yes, I know. H- how do I know? What? I know, I know you le- you've left your phone here because you, you, you've just rung your phone and I'm, I'm still recording. You're, st- you're still interrupting. Yes, no, that's fine. Well, I, I would have... Can I... Yes, no, I understand. Can, can, do you mind if I just finish and then I will, I will drop it around to you later? Okay? All right? No, no, yep, yep, yep. Bye, bye, bye. Thank you. So, that brings us to the conclusion of our inaugural newsletter podcast. Thank you ever so much for listening. Uh, We will return in a month's time, unless, of course, we can resolve our funding crisis for the printed edition. Um, But uh, more likely than not, um, see you then.